I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Red alert. All hands stand to battle stations. Luck has foils and attack positions. Prepare for battle! Autobots, roll out! Get ready, it's your weekly dose of nerd culture. All wings report in. With your crew, Obi-John Kenobi. Hello there. Commander Scott. Nothing amazing about it. I know this ship like the back of my hand. Julian. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? And the Doc. Great Scott! Movies, TV, streaming, video games, comic books, board games, toys, collectibles, cosplay, conventions. If it's happening in the world of geekdom, we're talking about it. So lock and load, bag and board, and roll for initiative. We've got your... Hello there, it's Obi-John Kenobi, your favorite host in all of podcasting, and welcome to an all-new Nerd Alert. Today is going to be fun. Um, I just want to preface today, disclaimer up front, uh, what is spoken about today is all just in good fun, okay? We're not here to argue or yell and scream at each other. Uh, and no matter what happens, we're all friends, okay? That being said, today, if our text message conversation from last week is any indication, might get a bit heated. Uh, before we get to all that, i introduce who it's going to get heated with. First of all, my right-hand man, the man who keeps the nerd in the Top Nerdy TV Network, the sole and only host, the creator, showrunner, editor, writer, director, producer, and craft service department of your favorite show about board games, House Rules. Ladies and gentlemen, the man who keeps the nerd in Top Nerdy TV, Commander Scott. So two things. One, off the cuff, uh, I can pick out 17 different things wrong with that previous statement. Um but that, I know you got fired from craft services for <laughs> serving uh, warm temperature cheese, but you still did it for a while. So hey, no one told me it was too warm for the brie. That's uh, that's not on me. Um, but second of all, uh, uh, something that I found interesting here, uh, I, I don't know if you all are aware of the uh, the MPAA, the MPAA, or the Motion Picture. Association of America. America. Yes. Uh, Those assholes. Those assholes. Uh, For quite a while now, they have had a a rating system for movies in place. Um, And over the years, I mean, I know you've heard of them. You know, you've got G, PG, PG PG-13, R, X, NC-17, and all that good stuff. And they've evolved a little bit over the years. They've not been static since its inception. But um, uh, over the years... What would you guess is the most popular MPAA rating? The single most common rating. PG. Since, since the creation of it? Yes. Uh, as of the article that I found here that I'm getting this from, November 1st, 2018. PG. Mm. G and PG are the only ones who've been around that long. So I'm going to go with J. I think PG. So, uh, according to the article that I have read here, and I have, once again, November 1, 2018, you might expect that PG or PG-13 would be the most common ratings because they're middle of the road, but no. 
the MPAA announced that the R rating was the single most common rating with 17,202 R-rated films since 1968, compared to 1,574 G-rated films, 5,578 PG films, 4,913 PG-13 films, and the least common rating of NC-17 at 500 and 24 films. Now that is 1968 to 2018 numbers, by the way. But R is the most common rating. Huh. I mean, it does seem like there's a lot of R-rated movies out there because, like, there's just a few things that could probably tip the scale to being R-rated from PG-13. So, anyway, take that for what it is. I thought it an interesting bit of little trivia and, and stuff. You know, and and it has been brought up that that sometimes my nerd facts don't don't quite mesh with the topic at hand. So I was I was making an effort here, making an effort. Is that a factoid, Scott? No, that is not a factoid. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Scott. I don't mean to be blank. Uh, no, that is a great bit of trivia. Um, I think it's bullshit, but I don't have the, the numbers in front of me to to yeah. argue with it. So Once again, that's what I was trying to look up. Sorry, that's why yeah. I was getting all quiet. Because uh, yeah. okay. R hasn't been around as long as the MPAA has. I, I don't know. Um, Unless they're lumping in X with R, which is what I think they're doing. That I don't uh, know. Because in the 80s, they, they re- the, the system we know now yeah. wasn't created until the 80s. Um, yeah. So I'm guessing they're lumping. The, the, yeah, the system has evolved. The article that I found, uh, take it for what you will. I, I don't have, what's the word, concrete references going back to this. Because uh, the article says the MPAA announced Oh, wait, actually, wait, hang on. In a press release. Wait, give me one second here. because okay. it, it has a link to the press release. So the press release is linked to PR Newswire. MPAA celebrates 50 years of film rating. This article is dated October 29th, 2018. So in that one, which apparently is released from the MPAA, that's where they released the numbers. I was just trying to look up what year they switched the rating system uh yeah. and x was replaced by r was what i was trying to look up but uh yeah. no that did I, I, again uh yeah. I, I, i'm not gonna, i don't have the numbers to argue but exactly uh, yeah i i understand yeah take it for what you will but that's the information i have at hand so yeah there's also a great documentary called this film has not yet um about the creation and the writing of the MPAA and mostly how bullshit it is. So yeah. if you haven't seen that yet, check yeah. it out. It's awesome. It, it is good. Uh, so sorry, real quick, looking at this, this core article here that the other one, uh-huh. uh, it's lumping X in with NC 17 at the 544. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So, okay. uh, and, and the 5,578 for the, for the, the G rated, uh, on this article is rated as M slash GP slash P. So I assume that's different ratings over the year, different categories yeah. over the years. But yeah, no G was, I didn't know there was an M before it was GP. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, possibly a new topic for some, but anyway, I just, once again, trying to categorize a nerd. Hey, with, you know. I appreciate the effort. That is a great, uh, what'd you call it? Jay factoid. 
great factoid. factoid. Yep, yep. Yep. Am I going to have to do the factoid nerd fact again later <laughs> on this episode? <laughs> in the future episode? Just I think he needs to make an appearance at least once a season. <laughs> uh, hey, random trivia for you. Do you know what movie was the first movie released with the PG-13 rating? Uh, was Indiana it? Jones and the Temple of Doom. No. Was Indiana it? Jones and the Rage of the Lost Ark. <laughs> You're going backwards now. <laughs> was it was it E.T.? It wasn't E.T., was it? No, it was not E.T. Uh, Jay's close because it was when they were raiding Temple of Doom that Steven Spielberg suggested to the MPAA that they needed something between PG and R um, because they were going to give um, Temple of Doom an R. And he successfully argued that down to PG. Uh, but in, in uh, his, his infinite wisdom... They adopted PG-13 after that. The first film officially released with the PG-13 rating, Red Dawn. Was it Was it Who Framed Roger Rabbit? It was Red Dawn. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. It was Red Dawn. Was it Top Gun? <sighs> We're Days of Thunder. <laughs> Wolverines! We're going to keep doing this because it's know. funny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was once eating Gilbert Grape. Come on, guys. <laughs> yes, I, I concur. Sorry. Oh, I know. It was the Breakfast Club. I <laughs> ah, see. You got it. Sorry. It was actually. Um, uh, uh, trying to think of the oldest movie I can think of. It was from A Trip to the Moon, 1902. <laughs> was it? Um, oh, that Russian one. With the battleship. Battleship Potemkin? Yes. Was that it? It was not Battleship Manny Potemkin. No, sorry. Okay. (laughs) That third voice you're hearing, joining us from somewhere in time and space, perhaps via a DeLorean, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Doc. Well, we, thank you, started up on his six when he pulled through the clouds, and then I moved in above him. Well... If you were directly above him, how could you see him? Because I was inverted. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, man. It, was, it really was. It was a great move. He was inverted. He's got a Polaroid of it somewhere. Did, did, uh, did we both cough bullshit at the same time? Yes. Yes. By God. Yes. Exactly. You're on the same wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. Our power is... We hear a nerd alert. Part of the Tottenham to me Network. I've had too many beers. Thanks for joining us. Uh, this week's going to be fun until it gets ugly. Uh, but Jay, you already teed us off. Uh, do you just want to read your text from last week that sparked this whole thing? No, I I can I can <laughs> sum it up. I think I can okay. sum it up pretty. Paraphrase much. it. Paraphrase it. Um. John had mentioned to us that the new Top Gun movie, Top Gun Maverick, got a five-minute standing ovation. Wait, wait, a five-minute standing ovation where? At the uh, Cannes Film Festival. Uh, And that, of course, sparked me to say something that I always know lights a fire under John's ass, uh, which is that I don't think of Top Gun as an action movie. Well, may I? Yes. So, first of all, you you popped in 
with the phrase, oh, wow, maybe they're going to finally make, you know, a Top Gun movie that's an action movie or something. Yes, yes. But I was not privy to the pre- prior history between you and John on this debate. I didn't yes. know you were trying yes. to troll him. <laughs> I didn't know that going in. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and you and I happen to share somewhat, not exactly correct but the same kind of mentality that it it is in its core not an action movie so i shot back with a weird analogy of i forget what the hell the analogy was now uh you know basically defending that you know it's not and everything and then we got into this whole thing anyway continue from that point yeah so this actually this goes back oh geez i don't even know how long where uh obi john and i have had this discussion on multiple occasions that my side of the argument is that I don't feel Top Gun is an action film, and Obi John feels like Top Gun is an action film, and we've gone back and forth on this debate several times, using other films to either try to support or, you know, unseat somebody's argument. Uh, and it's gone back and forth, and we've just sort of been in permanent stalemate because we're both hard-headed and stubborn well and 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 jay does raise a very interesting point and when you first brought this up it it did kind of uh uh spark something uh and and the doc i feel correctly pointed out uh in the initial argument years ago that was she's like talk about action like what what the hell do you mean it's not an action movie it's not an action what the hell is it and and the doc says it's a sports movie and that took me a second i was like it's what but if you stop and think about it, and, and the, the the writers of, of the movie have even said as much, so Jay is 100% correct on this, uh, Top Gun's story structure was written like a sports movie. The entire reason there's a locker room that they go hang out in between missions is straight out of a sports movie. Uh, the technical advisors were like, yeah, we don't really do that. And they were like, yeah, we don't really care. <laughs> we need it for the movie or for the for the plot to develop. So they're going to have a locker room. Um that happened a lot during the shooting of that movie. Hey, if you wouldn't have a briefing right before the flight in an open hangar, uh, especially if we're discussing top secret information with a military contractor, we would not be having this in an open. Uh, this would be in our in our um, our prep room. Yeah, your prep room is boring. We're gonna do it out here. It looks cooler. <laughs> that happened a lot on set, apparently. Uh, but back to the point being, uh, I, I firmly side with Jay. Is yes, he's right. It is a sports movie, but I don't feel that being a sports movie negates it from being an action movie. Dives into a whole thing. We're not going to jump into all that just yet. But the reason I bring that up is it's what sparked today's topic, which is, and this will be an open-ended topic. We don't pretend that we're going to answer it or figure it all out or you know straighten everything out in, in the time we have today. But we're going to start this discussion and see what you all think about it and what you all have to say about it. Uh, and hopefully we end this still being friends. Um, and someone may or may not get you know trolled into uh, the Martian rant. How <laughs> does one go about classifying a film into a genre how do you do it um there's a lot of different things that you know we, we've talked about um so we'll we'll start with I, I guess just just the start where we start from is so genres what are they well i mean if you really <laughs> this is gonna sound well, ridiculous it's but it's genres sorry <laughs> it's gonna sound ridiculous but 
if you really look at it, movies are just a visual art of storytelling. And storytelling goes back to, you know, forever people would tell stories. Mm -hmm. But originally performances, when you think about like Greek performances and Roman performances, it was basically either comedy or tragedy. That's why you have... Two faces, one laughing, one frowning. Yes, the the every drama club in high school and in the history of drama clubs in high school has the the Greek yeah. masks. Yeah, yeah. right. So yeah. it's it, I mean that's where you you stem it from is comedy and tragedy. Well, then once you start sort of stemming off of comedy, that you know gets you into like sometimes love stories, but also a love story could be a tragedy, like Romeo and Juliet isn't a comedy it's a tragedy so you you get sort of this and like they they call um a midsummer night's dream is a comedy god i love a midsummer night's dream and yes it is a comedy it's a straight-up comedy yeah and it also but it also has like it has elements elements of love and stories to it so this is kind of where you start splintering a little bit Mm -hmm. and okay go ahead scott Sorry. sorry Um, so I've been thinking about this over the last week or so since we, so since this text message war began with, with, between, between, uh, Obi-John and the doc, which I really quickly extricated myself from, I'm like, y'all just do this. Scott very quickly turned into the, the Homer Simpson meme. (laughs) I'm just just stepping back into the bushes. I just, I just sank back into the bushes. (laughs) Now I, I continued to watch the text messages and chuckled occasionally, but I'm like, I am, I am not. This is clearly beyond me. And before I came into the picture, um, but I got to thinking about this, and and it it occurred to me. So when it, there there are genres. So first of all, every movie, every story, every TV show, whatever is going to have aspects of multiple genres. They're going to have yeah. aspects of comedy, aspects of drama, aspects of this, aspects of that, blah, 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 blah. But it, but it occurred to me that there should be like a primary category of, of, of genres, and then there is a subgenre, but those subgenres will always be subgenres. Okay, like your primary category, and this is not a be-all, end-all, I haven't put together like this is my definitive list, but like your primary categories, it's going to be a drama, it's going to be a comedy. Um, uh, it's going to be a musical. It's going to be horror. Okay. Like I'm thinking just off the top of my head, those are four primary. Okay. So, well, and then you've got your subgenres of science fiction, romance, um, action. Um, uh, and, and once again, I haven't, I haven't put together a comprehensive list. Well, that's fine. Um, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bound off that real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, because you're onto something, um, but I think the grouping them into genres and subgenres, I think that's more fluid. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I think it really boils down to, and 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 you and me talked about this a little bit last weekend, Scott, because uh, I've been racking my head about about this since the text message happened mm-hmm. uh, of of how what what is the simplest, quickest way to boil down how to classify a film, and to me, I think it comes down to. What is the main draw mm-hmm. of that film? Well, yeah. That's your main genre. Yeah, so, see, 
what is the main thing you're watching the film to get out of it? That's your main genre. And I don't think uh, we could come up with a list of every genre we can think of, but what that main genre is, is going to trans uh, is going to flow movie to movie to movie, depending on what the draw of the film is. Yeah. And you and I differ differ in this opinion. Go ahead, doc. Sorry. See, I was going to say, I, I kind of disagree with that statement of like, what is the draw as opposed to like, maybe we're saying the same thing here, but what is the story you're trying to tell? Yeah. Potato, potato. Well, yeah. But I, and like, how are you trying to tell that story? Well, and, and, and I disagree, except with the last statement that doc just made right before I was able to disagree. So you're saying, so Obi John, you're saying, what is, what are you going in? What are you're putting the, you're putting it on the audience. Like, what are you going in to see? Doc is like, you know, uh, so make your statement again. What did you just say? Make that. What again. are you trying? What is the story you're trying to tell? What is as the a, story? Yeah. What is as the story, director? Yeah. As the director, what is the story you're trying to tell? But then you amended it right there at the end, which is mine, which is, in my opinion, what is the primary element used to drive the story and the plot forward? Yeah. Like, and I think, I think Scott, and that's you what and I, I meant by saying the same what's the page. main draw. Yeah, but the main draw puts it on the audience. Like, if I go into Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, expecting, oh, that looks funny as shit. I'm expecting a comedy. I'm going to categorize it as a comedy because I laugh my ass off. But, you know, um, the story is told through... So, this is actually... And I just kind of stumbled onto this. So, so Guardians of the Galaxy... It's kind of an equal part. If you look at the 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 movie making elements and the storytelling elements that drive the plot forward, it's almost an equal balance of comedy, action, and drama of character interaction. Right? So yeah. which is it? Is it a drama? Is it a comedy? Is it an action movie? Because there's action sequence. Drama is a distant third in that movie. Uh, There's would, one story element that you get I, what I would call a drama from. I, I would agree with you. It, it, it's the least of the three. There's a scene at the beginning and there's a tie-in at the end, and that's the only like yeah. drama you get from that movie. It, it, yeah. Everything else is is action comedy. Yeah, leaning more towards comedy. Exactly. So so this is so this is my personal view on this. What is the primary element that drives the plot forward? Is it the comedic sequences or the action sequences? See, and that's where that's and that's I think where Scott and I agree. And and I I don't want to beat a dead horse, but it is what sparked this whole uh, topic tonight. And that is and and to our listeners, you might not maybe you don't know this movie, but you should. Okay, you can take the basic story of top gun take it out of the fact that they're in top gun in f-14s flying airplanes transfer that and readjust it to stock car racing and you get (laughs) days of thunder here's my problem with that argument jay (laughs) okay so (laughs) Yeah, if you take the whole their pilots in the Air Force uh, flying planes out of Top Gun, okay, well, that's a pretty big part of Top Gun. 
I disagree. If you take the whole time traveling robot from the future out of the Terminator, like, well, that's that's the Terminator. But see, that's where I disagree. Well, is like the main story drive of Top Gun is not them being fighter pilots. <sighs> But they are fighter pilots. You can't change the movie to try to recategorize it. Hang on, hang on. No, hang on. Wait, because because we're going down a we're going down a we're going to a bad place here. Going down a path you can't follow. Let's let's go sfraba this shit here. (laughs) Uh, Um, So Jay, I understand what you're saying, but I believe you're saying it wrong. Okay, you're making an analogy between Top Gun and Days of Thunder, and in my opinion, personally, you're absolutely correct. They're kind of the same movie, just planes versus NASCAR. However, right. however, however, um, in my opinion, both Top Gun and um, uh, Days of Thunder are are purely dramas because you know the the primary element that drives the plot forward is character interaction. And and what I'm going to preface with this, what I'm going to uh, say this differently than the way the doc says it is even in the flying sequences when they're in the F-14s and when they're in the NASCAR in Days of Thunder, right? What's the primary element on screen? It's not the flying so much. It's the radio chatter. They're talking to each other on the radio. You still have character interaction and drama across the radio in the planes and in the cars. See, Scott's better with the words. Yes. I'm a math teacher. That, <laughs> that's that's the key element for Top Gun and Days of Thunder. Is yes, they're in a plane, they're in an F-14, they're 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 barrel rolling and they're they're locking on and they're I'm too close for missiles, switching the guns, and apparently completely ignoring all of the function of their radio intercept officer or the Rio which is largely ineffectual and this movie has no bear on topic. Sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's, it's, they're on the radio talking to each other. There is still character interaction and that is the primary focus of the scene. The, the missile firing, the guns firing, the flying is all flourish for the core crux of the scene, which is character interaction. You know, even in the even in it, it, just looking at Top Gun, because once again, that's what sparked this whole thing uh, in, in the climax of the movie, which is the only actual fight they get into, like violence wise fight uh, in the climax of the movie. You've got Iceman, you know, in in the middle of that 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 Meg, you know, that Meg dog fight. He's by himself. He's but in the middle of all that. What's foremost in your mind when you think about that? You don't remember the visuals. You remember that radio chatter of Iceman on the radio. Come on, Maverick, get in the fight. God damn it, I'm here by myself, son of a bitch. He's he's talking to Maverick. It, and, and then you've got the Maverick going, talk to me, Goose. Talk to me, Goose. It's all character driven. Even though you've got fighter planes doing their thing, that entire sequence is character driven. Um, And uh, I... I just want to say this one thing because I thought of this uh, sometime this week. Um, I feel like the makers of Top Gun were like, yeah, let's make kind of like a a romantic sort of drama. And then somebody went, well, if guys go to this movie, they're going to need something to keep their attention, (laughs) which is why you throw in the fighter. You know what I mean? Like. And like, it's I funny you say that because the the romantic subplot was all in reshoots. 
Yep. Yeah. Which is so the 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 scene where Maverick and 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 Charlie are making love. That that scene is 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 composed from a director of photography point of view uh, of of their backlit. They're silhouetted. And the reason they're silhouetted is because it was a reshoot because after the initial cut, they realized that their their two main love interests did not have a love scene together. And they brought them back in to 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 shoot a love scene. But both of them had moved on to other productions and like their hairstyles and like their 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 general appearance was completely altered. And I forget what what projects they were doing. But yeah, it's not just that scene, the scene where they're in the elevator together and she has the hat on oh, the entire time yes, and he just walked out of the shower. Yeah, that's yep. also to cover up their hair. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, yep. most of that love story was reshoots. It, it's all reshoots. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, John, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yes. If you take the time traveling robot out of Terminator, it's not Terminator. I'm but, just saying that argument is faulty because it's hey, if you take the main thing out of this movie and replace it with this other thing, it could be another movie. Like, yeah, but I get Scott that. and I are arguing that the main thing of Top Gun is not the fighting, is yeah. not the piloting. It's not the piloting. Yeah, it's not. I don't understand why you guys are watching Top Gun then, because that's why I watch Top Gun is for the flying scenes, which is why I go back to what you what you categorize a movie for is why are you watching that movie? Well, what are I'm, you looking to get out of that movie? But I don't I don't care what you're watching the movie for. I mean, it doesn't matter to me or to anybody else who's categorizing the movie. I mean, you know, I mean, by that argument, if I watch Willy Wonka because uh-huh. I'm nail biting on the edge of my seat, are they going to get chopped up in the fan with the fizzy drink because it's an action sequence? Then fucking Willy Wonka is a damn action movie because that's the reason why I'm watching it. OK, no, no, you can no, make an argument. No, for it. I'll let it okay. go. No. Nobody can make an argument that no. Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory is a damn action movie. No. Nobody can. That's, you're right, because it's a it's a, it's a slasher movie. It's kids getting knocked <laughs> off one by one. Okay. Let's and I will make that argument because I want to see that movie. I want Christopher Walken as Willy Wonka. And the kids just get picked off one by one. I mean the same way we see it, but just we follow it to his logical conclusion. Where does that go? Oh, that goes to the garbage uh, incinerator. Don't do that to me. God, don't do that to me. Now you want to see that movie. Dear God, I do. (laughs) Uh, No, but that, look, look, again, I'm not sitting here saying we're going to solve all this. Uh, But you did bring up something in in your argument there that I want to circle back around to. Because there's a couple points I want to make. First of all, I hate the classification drama. Because it is entirely too vague. Because every movie can be classified as a drama. Drama is conflict. And there is conflict in every movie. So, yes. Conflict, drama is story. I get it. If there's no conflict, you don't have a story. Whether you're, I'm not saying your conflict is significant. Your conflict might be, I need to get a quarter to go buy a pickle. Fine, that's still conflict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I hate genre or or drama as a classification of genre because everything fits that. Now, yes, some movies, again, that's the main draw. Oh, I'm going to go to watch the, you know, uh, messed up love triangle or uh, the, the, you know, yes, there are stories where that is the focal point is the drama between people. I get that. Yeah. But, and I'll go about the top gun again. It's conflict between characters. Therefore it's a drama. You can say that about every movie. Terminator 2 is a conflict between characters. Therefore, yeah. it's a drama. No. It's a- yes. It's no. conflict. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. But I, it's, well, so this this goes back into my. That, I just I don't like drama because it boils no, it down way too. I I know what you okay. I, I get what you're saying. Okay. But that goes back to my whole thing that primary categories: comedy, drama, musical, horror. Uh, I think maybe rom-com, but I'm still kind of on the fence of that one. So those are your four main. So, and then you've got your sub-genres, which are more uh, elements like, you know, like Aliens and Alien. They're horror movies with a sub-genre of science fiction because that's where they're set. The Terminator is a drama because its primary element is told through character interaction and and character conflict. But its sub-genre is science fiction. uh, uh, da, 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 da. But whereas comedies, yes, they still have conflict and they still have dramatic elements, but they are primarily a comedy. And you can't tell me that the that, that Terminator is a comedy. It's not. It's not a musical. It's not a horror movie. It is definitely not a musical. I will give you that. <laughs> but yeah, and, and no I get argument here on that. There's elements of everything in everything. You, you, but you have to look at the primary storytelling element. Is it character interaction? Is it comedic sequences? Is it action sequences where the violence, like John Wick, is primarily an action movie? Because that movie, none of that plot is driven forward by any character interaction or any comedic thing. It's all action and violence. That is most definitely. Die Hard is an action movie with dramatic elements. Uh, all of the plot is driven forward with action sequences. Top Gun, all of the plot is driven forward with character interaction, with dramatic sequences. I still think you're overreaching on Top Gun, but I'm going to let it slide because I got a bigger bone to pick. (laughs) But it's told to the backdrop. It's like the story, the backdrop of the story is the, the whole Top Gun Academy. It's mm-hmm. not the main focal point of the movie. The main focal point of Top Gun is Pete Mitchell coming to terms with who he is as a pilot mm-hmm. and constantly chasing the demons of his father and trying to outfly himself and outdo yep. himself. Yeah. And that's I, and and building new relationships because yep. the only relationship he has is completely dismantled when his best friend dies. Like spoiler. That's like, <laughs> but I mean, like I'm not what I'm okay. I think the big thing is I'm not trying to say that there's not action elements to top gun because there is there what is. I'm saying is if your primary draw is to watch an action movie, top gun is not at the top of that list because it's not <laughs> primarily an action movie. No, well, that's that gets into personal preference, and that's yeah, okay. Yeah. We all need to do a better job uh, of taking personal preference out right. of, and that that's the inherent problem to that is is it's hard to do that because again, what do I watch the movie for? Yeah, that's how I see the movie, so yeah. it's okay. hard to do that. Yeah. All right. Let I, me just. I, sorry. Um, let me just throw this one argument out. Okay. Right. Okay. Would you disagree that Rambo Three is an action movie? No. Um, I don't think I've seen Rambo three, so I don't know. The one okay. where he fights the Russians. Oh, is that the, the one, one that aged beautifully, where he <laughs> fights with those plucky fighters, the Taliban? 
Well, hang on. Is 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 that the one that that he fires the the RPG from the cockpit of a, a Russian a, a Soviet helicopter and somehow oh, no. does it? No, that's two. Everybody? That's, that's, two. that's first blood. Okay, part then two. okay, then I've only ever seen two. I, I haven't seen three. Oh wow. Okay. So all right. So John. Yes. You and I both agree Rambo three is a straight up action movie. Yes. Okay. I don't think of Top Gun in the same vein as Rambo three. Okay. So to me, and I know you're saying you're again you're going to go back to personal preference, but I think a majority of people would say that Top Gun is not in the same vein of action as Rambo three. Well, I'm not going to fall back on personal preference. What what I'm going to bring up is another point I wanted to to discuss and see what you guys think about subject matter. What is or is there any importance to the subject matter of the film? Does the subject matter of a film help or make it fit into any certain genre? So, example, we'll go back to Jay's thing about Top Gun versus Days of Thunder. Because, yes, plot-wise, if you write out the main plot points of those movies, they're pretty much the same movie. But one is about NASCAR, one is about fighter planes. Does the subject matter influence the genre? No. Well, if 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 you're Not just giving us if you're just giving us those two data points, uh, I would say no. Okay. Um, yeah, but but I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm ahead, intrigued Scott. by the premise. I'm intrigued by the premise, and I'm not. I don't Scott, think it's some better examples. Yeah, I don't okay. think those two data points are are a fair assessment of what you. I've got about. one for you, Scott. Okay. All right. Okay. You have you've seen Days of Thunder? I have not actually. <laughs> Ooh. I've seen, yeah, yeah. I've seen Top, Top Gun. Gun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just think Top Gun with NASCAR. Yeah, okay. I've, seen, I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never actually sat down and watched the movie. Okay. Have you seen Talladega Nights? Oh, yes. Love Talladega Nights. They're both about NASCAR. One is a drama, the other is a comedy. See, I disagree. I disagree that they're both about NASCAR. I think Days of Thunder, based on what I know, is more about NASCAR than, than Talladega Nights is. Uh, but but I I get what you're saying. I get what you're so, saying. So yes, one subject is, matter. One is Ooh. told if I was the subject matter both is a a NASCAR racer doing his thing uh and everything. I don't know much about the plot of of Days of Thunder because I've never seen it. I can I can imagine because I've seen Top Gun and we've made that 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 analogy. Um but Days of Thunder tells the story through character interaction. It's primarily a dramatic film. Uh, and everything the 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 racing is just a backdrop however the however you know talladega nights even though it's somewhat the same subject matter um uh tells its story primarily through comedic elements getting the joke down that's what drives the plot forward is the joke. right okay um i'm trying to think of some examples that i've got because i was i was gonna throw out i've got a bunch um Uh, everyone I can think of is either like it, it, it's a comedy about that, and then it's another movie about yeah. the. I, I'm trying to think of better yeah. examples that aren't uh, that yeah. aren't comedies and then well, dramas. Yeah. yeah, Jay. Jay, while I appreciate that you have a lot of examples with this, I feel most of your examples are going to illustrate your your point of view. No, and no, I'm just trying fine. to like I'm just trying to help you like yeah to see what you think. So like uh, for example, and I know I'm doing it again, but like. Um, uh, oh, I just had one. Where'd it go? Where'd who go? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mars Attacks versus like Aliens. Oh no, Mars Attacks versus Independence Day. 
Okay, there you go. Mars Attacks versus That would be better, yeah. And once again, one straight up a comedy and one straight up a drama. Independence. all through character interaction. Yet they both have the science fiction elements of, you know, aliens and stuff. Oh, oh, I got it. You've never seen... Ah, shit. I'm going to guess no one's seen the movie Life. Wait. Uh, I have. I have seen (laughs) Life. We're talking about the the Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence? No, not that one. Not that one. Oh. It's the only one that I've seen. Sorry. Yeah, it's yes, the that. space station one. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. Life and Alien. Yeah. I'm assuming Life is a drama, and I've already categorized Alien as a horror, which are my are, are in my primary uh, uh, category uh, section. See, I think of Life as just like a f- uh, sort of fancified reboot almost realistic version of alien you know what i mean but are there are there horror elements do they yes. go for the scare in life i think so yeah. in sequences but i would not categorize the entire movie as being a horror movie yeah like 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 what drives and again with it without having seen it it's, it's hard to have a debate about yeah. so i'm trying yeah, to yeah, exactly. uh, okay that's, how about that's what i'm asking because both of you have right. seen it. so what drives the plot forward is it the scare, the horror aspect, which is in Alien? You can't argue that that's because that's the primary sequences they go for to drive the plot from point A to point B to point C to point D. So in life, is it the horror sequences? Is it the scare factor that's driving the plot to the next point of the plot, to the next point, to the next point? Or is it the dramatic interaction of the characters? I think it's the horror because it like it builds tension like Alien it, did, just in a different way. I also refuse to categorize it as a drama because that's bullshit. Because see my previous statements. Yeah, I, but I disagree. Considering that that if you if you we we touched on it at the beginning with 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 well, and that's another point to bring up. If something yeah. fits into a category, does that mean it's that category? Like no. I said, every story is no. drama. Does that mean every story no. fits in the drama category? It's the, it's the All primary right. function of that drives the plot forward. Is it character interaction? Is it comedic sequences? Is it horror sequences? Okay, is it the musical numbers, or is it uh, you know, that's what Define I'm... character interaction? Because that is very vague. Because I could argue character interaction. John Wick characters are interacting. They're no, just shooting. Each other. No, no, they're not they're interacting. No, you said interaction. No. No, sorry. That's, no. that's why I'm asking. No, a, no, no. A gunfight is not a character interaction. That sorry. No, it's not. It's it's an action sequence with violence. That's it. And that is by definition the definition that you shared on text for action sequence. A violence sequence. No. Characters shooting each other is not a character interaction. I'm sorry. I, I would die be. on that hill. Okay. Okay. So Aniga Montoya and the Black Swordsman. Is that character no. interaction? No, it is not violence. It is they're character still interaction because they're talking. So anytime they're talking, it's an interaction. No, no, no. Okay. I get, I'm just trying to understand you what interaction is. You can't generalize means. like that. You That's can't really what oh, genre it is. They say a word, it's a character interaction. No, they can't just walk up and say, I kill you. Boom, done. You know, no, it's, no, I'm sorry. We'll you can't tell me that John Wick. You know, killing people with a pencil and slaughtering people is character interaction. You can't. I'm sorry. You just... But I refuse to rule out that a fight scene can't be a character interaction. Exactly. I'm not saying it can't, but you okay. went John Wick, and I'm saying John Wick is not. Okay. I'm not saying it can't. I'm not dealing in absolutes. I was just trying to get, what do you mean by interaction? 
Yes. I'll, I'll it, do what it, I must. That is a wide when net. It, when it's the character interacting with the character. And in John Wick, shooting 15 fucking people is not a character interacting with a character. It's an action dialogue has violence. to be present to be an interaction. Doesn't have to be, but okay. nine times out of ten, it is. <laughs> Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Nine times out of ten, and, yes. And, and, you've and got also, dialogue. You, you do have to generalize a bit. That's what genre is. It's a general category. I agree, but okay. it's 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 a focused generalization. And 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 I, I mean, I've already I've, I've said it, you know, eight times now, ten times, whatever. It's the primary element by which the plot is driven forward. And in John Wick, it's action sequences. It's violence. Okay. So, so, so I'm going to be the voice of reason and circle us back to John's <laughs> original question, which was, does subject, subject matter, matter okay. <laughs> impact genre? And the reason I say no, and I I, I know I've cited different examples. Swear to God, like, you say Top Gun and Days of Fun and Reaction. <laughs> cut you off. Swear to God. No, I was I was okay. trying to get this one out. Okay. okay. Um Pearl Harbor and Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Yes, I understand Saving Private Ryan takes place in the European theater, blah but, blah blah. But they're both Pearl wrong. Harbor takes place in the Pacific theater and it's about Pearl Harbor, blah blah blah. The subject matter is World War II. And they're both dramas. Okay. But <laughs> Yeah, because because once again, the the primary story element is driven forward by character interaction, not the action sequences. The action sequences in those movies are both secondary to the plot. See, okay, so yes, they mo they might both be dramas. However, if you're gonna get specific with subcategorizing, I would categorize Saving Private Ryan as a drama with a majority of action elements. While Pearl Harbor is a drama with a majority of a love story, I thought we categorized Pearl Harbor as garbage. It is. It's hot okay, garbage. Okay. It's just trash. I thought we all agreed that garbage is a category because <laughs> we've all put movies into that category. But I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to enlighten the whole subject matter thing. Um. Okay. Um. I, well, I that, that that's that, no, that does bring up another interesting topic. Is is and it, how wide of a net do you cast, and how narrow do you focus um, when you're coming up with a genre or a subgenre? Because, and again, I'll, I'll, Joe, that, that's a really good. Um, so yeah, Pearl Harbor and and Saving Private Ryan. They're both if you if you dial back enough, they're both about World War II. But you start to dial that in, and differences pop up because. Yeah. There's a lot. So a great example to bring up how wide of a net or how, how far back do you go to get a main genre? How, how minute do you want to dial in to get subgenre? Is there such a thing as dialing too far in to get a yes, subgenre? I think so. Because like, if you start, well, if you action start movies with sword fights where people specifically use katanas, I would I wouldn't go that how, you know how 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 crazy specific do you want to get with it so right based, based that? Off of, yeah sorry I was just gonna I, say I like I'm sorry oh I, sorry, we're all talking at once yeah. yeah I was just gonna use a, an example in my own life okay uh the movie Armageddon okay way zoomed out is a disaster movie right oh Agreed. I didn't even think about disaster movies. 
Shit. Okay. <laughs> I, have to I, have to, I have to maybe refine my, my, my stuff. I mean, anyway, go ahead. Okay, we can use and we can use a disaster movie, and we can also say, and I know this is gonna hurt John because John has his own feelings about dramas, but I'm on the same page with Scott about drama. So you, you could argue it's a drama because it's a lot of character-driven stuff. Because it's a story, therefore it's a drama. Got it? Okay, John. whatever. I'm really? just gonna start ignoring you, John. Okay. okay. So anyway, <laughs> so we could use Scott's element of it being a drama. And then take in what I say, it's a drama set to the backdrop of a disaster. Okay. If you start tweaking ooh, and like ooh, looking ooh, deeper ooh, and Jason, deeper, Jason, Jason. I could, what? They sing. Can we categorize it as a musical? Can we subgenre? They, they all sing no, leaving on a jet no, plane. Can we subcategorize no, see, it as a musical? No, no, Damn. because, because Damn. musical is a primary <laughs> genre, not a subgenre. So, for any. For but me. if you use for me, sorry, yeah, and if you use Scott's, like he considers comedy as a primary drama, but I would say that Armageddon has comedic yeah. elements oh, to it, it which would give it a comedy subgenre. It definitely has comedic evidence, uh, comedic elements. I do not categorize it as a comedic subgenre because, once again, for me, comedy is not a subgenre. You can have comedic elements without it drawing, without it falling into the category. Um, so for right. me, for me, uh, 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 Armageddon is a, a drama straight and foremost, because it has, you know, the primary plot is all through dramatic elements. The primary plot, it has comedic elements. It, it, it has, I don't even, I don't think it has musical elements because there's only one, there's only one thing where they're seeing and that's not what i what i personally this is just me personally quote unquote a, a musical number uh, aerosmith you said that <laughs> you can because you know what Liv tyler's in this movie and screw aerosmith and Liv tyler i was waiting um, for that since he said armageddon i was waiting for that <laughs> but um but yeah so you've got you know the the sub genre of this one i would categorize this as a drama uh, uh, with with the disaster movie subgenre, because now that you bring up disaster movie, I don't. I, I think disaster movie is definitely in the subgenre category. It'll never be a primary genre, because once again, you only have, uh, in my opinion, four primary genres. So again, not really answering John's question, but like, well, none of these questions are meant to have a definitive answer. Yeah. they're all just to to spark discussion. We're just having a discussion, exactly. Yeah, because I don't. I think if you if you cast too wide of a net, it doesn't really tell somebody. Like for example, it gets into those somebody, uh, those Reddit describe a movie badly kind of things. Yeah, right. <laughs> a father Three finds buddies. out. Good. A father. A father finds out that he or a father finds his lost son. Did you just like? Is that? Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. What I mean is it? It's a whole bunch of different things. Like, you know, three friends so go into business for themselves. Ghostbusters. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. Well, I guess that's technically what it's about. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, if you cast too wide of a net, you can't help somebody get a description. But mm -hmm. if you if you narrow your field too much, it might be putting too much information on somebody's plate. Um, okay. So I think what I think what hurts us and what might help us in this 
like in describing these things would be to look at it from the point of view of somebody who's not as into movies as we are. To those people, I would recommend just watch more movies. Well, yeah, any genre, any genre, just watch more movies. Right. But I mean, I think basically like it's the what kind of a description would you give to somebody who may have never seen the movie or doesn't watch a lot of movies? Right. So you're getting to you're leading up to what I call the blockbuster uh, category, which should probably, I guess, now be renamed as the Netflix uh, which is, I always say, if you're walking the aisles of Blockbuster, but that automatically dates me because, you know, I'm old. Um, so if you're scrolling through the movie categories on Netflix, what would it be put in? Right. Not that that's a definitive answer, but it does help you sort of find that sweet spot of not casting too wide a net, not getting too uh, esoteric with, with how you subcategorize it. Could you imagine? I just want to. I just want to paint a picture for you guys for a second. Okay. Imagine walking into a blockbuster owned by the three of us, of like a million <laughs> different subcategories, and there's like movies that are located in multiple positions. Like you're walking around, and you like you you find Armageddon in drama and in no, like no, com- yeah. You know? We just have multiple <laughs> copies of the same movie in different sections. Yeah, that's how we do it. <laughs> I, where do I like, find Top Gun? It depends which employee you ask. I don't. I don't think we have. We've to got one in that. sports. We've got one in drama. We've got one in action. We've got one in romance. We have one in um, gay culture. We. <laughs> I don't think we, we have to imagine that. I think it's called the Netflix algorithm. <laughs> True. Because <laughs> I have seen stuff in the Netflix algorithms like, why are you in that category? Yeah. Well, and that that brings up another fun. Uh, so, talking about um, um, subgenre, does it help or does it just make it more of a mess when you're trying to categorize a movie? So, uh, example, okay, action, okay, that's kind of a wide net. So, buddy cop or cop cop movie, okay, that that helps narrow down because cop movies are generally action movies, not always, um, like. Copland, I wouldn't call that a an action movie. It's that's more that, of a that's drama. But I also wouldn't consider uh, Copland. Uh, I could see it if you called it a cop movie. I wouldn't consider it a buddy cop. I would consider it a police procedural. Well, that, that's why I pulled buddy cop out. It's just like because again, to, to, I was trying to illustrate. Okay, action movie to cop movie to what kind of cop movie? Buddy cop movie. Okay, what kind of buddy cop movie? Is the buddy a human? <laughs> is it a guy and a dog? That's a whole subcategory of cop yeah, movies. Well, I mean, you've got the almost human sci-fi series. Yeah. With him and the Android, which is most definitely a buddy cop movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, or buddy cop series, I should say. Well, uh, and then you've got movies that, uh, like Midnight Run. No one in that movie is technically a cop, but uh, I would argue that does kind of fit the buddy cop yeah. template. See. That's one of those movies that's hard to categorize. Is it buddy cop? Is it drama? Or is it comedy? Because the primary elements that it uses, it's it's very well balanced. You know, there's not one that just like overshadows everything else. Is wow. Police Academy a buddy cop? Oh, no, fuck. It's a comedy. Straight up and down. Yeah. No. yeah but again, <laughs> what about Police Academy 7? Being, academy, or being comedy doesn't exclude it from being buddy cop. 
No, no, it doesn't. But buddy cop, in to, for for me personally, would be a sub sub genre, and I wouldn't categorize that as a buddy cop because it's an ensemble cast, not a partner. But buddy they're all cop buddies. Partner. No, I, 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 <laughs> I I'm splitting hairs to to yeah. be a dick. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> I, but yeah, just just me personally, I wouldn't put it in the buddy cop category. I honestly wouldn't even give that a subgenre at all. I would just give it straight up comedy. I don't know what subgenre there would be for that. I mean, see, you know, I can't hear that and not take it as a challenge to make a bad joke to make it Scott laugh. So now I have to think of the weirdest <laughs> thing I can subcategorize. I can't, you know. So like, like even so, though slobs versus snobs, kind of. I don't. Yeah, uh, Wait, are we talking Police Academy? Yeah, like yeah, huh? uh, like the, the the nerds. You know, the, there's a subgenre that to be said there uh, with the like you said, like, slobs versus snobs. Yeah, that was big yeah. in the eighties. Yeah, I could I could see that as a subgenre. That would be. I mean, even Ghostbusters kind of fits into that because they're skewing <laughs> traditional academia and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, Revenge Caddy of the Nerds. Great. Yeah, go ahead, Sarah J. Revenge of the Nerds is a horror movie. <laughs> Defend that. Defend from, that from a from a certain point of view. It's a horror movie. I mean, they from the view for, of Betty. It's a horror movie. No. They, they break in. They put up cameras illegally. Yeah. Um, they put itching powder or something How is into this the jock straps. What? I don't remember Freddy Krueger putting itching powder in anybody's jock straps. I mean, he dresses. Just wait. He, there's there's he, he dresses as Darth Vader to to you know portray uh, himself as rape. the you boyfriend. Well, on rape. Yep. Mm-hmm. No. Now, now, just wait, Scott, because uh, coming next fall to Netflix is the Revenge of the Nerds follow-up show, uh, where it's all from the point of view that really the the Adams were the good guys the whole time. Oh, are they are, really? Are they? They're going. They're, they're going Cobra Kai with it. They're going Cobra Kai with this. And you can't even tell if I'm joking or not right now. I can't. I really. Can't. Be, you would believe that they would make would that. Believe that. Yes. I, to my I knowledge, just, doing that, I would not. But. I was I was just trying to I was trying to make a joke, Scott. I don't really believe it's a horror movie. <laughs> As Obi Wan would say, from a certain point of view. Oh, you'd have to be pretty high to have that point of view, I think. Well, or just watched Revenge of the Nerds way too much. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, yeah. I, I, I know. I lost track. What were we talking about? <laughs> subgenre. Does it help or just make it a more more of a mess? I think uh, it makes it more of a mess. The more subgenres you add is like a cheeseburger. Okay. Wait, yeah. cheese? cheese? Yeah, no, you get you, you no cheeseburgers cheese. got burger. No cheese. Cheese. No cheese. <laughs> cheese. Stop it, Scott. <laughs> no cheese. Yeah, yeah, yes, cheese. I'm confused. All right. Scott has to tell this story now. I'm sorry. I'm, it's an nope. inside joke, Jay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, tell the story now, Scott. <laughs> so uh, myself and Obi John and 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 uh, uh, Captain Chris uh, from uh, Friends with Benefits, Friends with Benefits, um, were at Gen Con in what 2018? Something yeah. like that. Something like, anyway, before the pandemic, and we were going to get food. We went up to the concession stand, you know, and I ordered. I was like, I want to. I would like a plain cheeseburger. Meat and cheese only, nothing else. And so the guy's like, no cheese? No, cheese. I want cheese. Cheese. Yes, cheese. 
And he looked at me and he stopped and he's like, cheese or no cheese? Cheese. I want meat and cheese only. Nothing else. And this guy, this other guy walks over and is like talking to him and he's like, what, what's up? He's like, it was a cheeseburger with, 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 uh, with uh, uh, meat, meat only um, or something like that. And the guy's like, do, do you want cheese? Yes, I want cheese. Cheese? No cheese. Cheese. I want fucking cheese. And finally, nice. they, they go away for a while, and they come back. It takes me forever to get my food. Like, like Obi John, me and Chris are already sitting out eating. Yeah, they've got their food. Well, you hadn't sat down yet. You were at least waiting for me, but you were off to the side waiting for me. And I'm waiting on my food. They finally bring me my food. I thank you. Blah blah blah. I pay. Uh, we go to sit down, and there's no fucking cheese in this. <laughs> Jesus. So it's become oh. an inside joke. Cheese? No cheese. No cheese? No. No cheese? Cheese. Cheese. I want no cheese. cheese. No, <laughs> comma, cheese. Oh, anyway, I'm sorry. I derailed. It's okay. Oh, okay. I like where you're going, Jay. Cheeseburger. So cheeseburger, right? You got your burger. You got your cheese. You start adding too many toppings, it starts losing its original value as a cheeseburger. Like, sure, you can throw on, you know, lettuce and tomato, maybe bacon, but then I'm you start getting off the rails with like onions of ingredients for what goes into the Gozerian, and I can't find it. Now. It's like, what would you like on your cheeseburger? I would like a chicken patty and more <laughs> bacon. I know a guy who's done that. And you know, it's like, I want onion rings. I want barbecue sauce. You just, if you start listing too many ingredients. You're listing, you're you're missing the basics of what it was to begin with. Okay. First of all, now I want a cheeseburger, so thanks, Jay. <laughs> Wait, with cheese? Yes. That's <laughs> why it's a cheeseburger, not a burger. I wonder, what would happen. I wonder what would happen if you ordered a hamburger with cheese. That's called the cheeseburger. Yeah, Unless it's just like, a big block of cheese on a bun. Is that a cheeseburger? No, it has to have a burger to be a burger. Sorry. Listen, now I'm, we're just I'm a tangent. Yeah, I'm a tangent for a second because, okay. you know, I'm, gonna, I'm a Scott Cox tangent here for a second. Okay, McDonald's breakfast. If you ask for a sausage McMuffin with egg, how is that different than an egg McMuffin with sausage? That's, it's totally different, Jay. Like, that's just night and day different. You can't. That's uh, uh I just, that's some George Carlin level stuff right there, bud. <laughs> I mean, like if you go to the if you go to McDonald's drive thru and you say I'd like a sausage McMuffin with egg, please, you're gonna get you know English muffin, sausage, egg, cheese, right? If you ask for an egg McMuffin with sausage, aren't you gonna get the same thing as a sausage McMuffin with egg? No. Nope. I mean, what the hell's the difference? No, nope. it's 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 the order of preference. It, it, it's the yeah, order it's what's the main draw of the sandwich, Jay. <laughs> exactly. Wow, you just distilled this whole debate down to a breakfast sandwich. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Son of a bitch, I want my sausage McMuffin with egg now. Come on, where's that? Uh, funny. Anyway. <sighs> but, yeah. Um. Anyway, to, to no. what to John's point, I think if you start getting too many subgenres tacked onto something, it loses why you well, were watching it to begin with. Well, and it, and it, and at some point, you you just have to you have to stop. Like 
two. I think you need a primary genre and maybe a subgenre that it falls into, but you start tacking on multiple subgenres and stuff because every every movie, every TV show is going to have aspects of so many different elements. It's not funny. You know, you just have to look at a primary and a context. So, Scott, just to to ask this question, could you categorize a movie as two subgenres? Yes. Mm. I disagree. I, I, I partially agree with Scott that a movie has a main genre and a subgenre. I don't think any genre is a main or sub. I think either can be either. Like, your main genre could be buddy cop. Your subgenre could be act or comedy. See, and I, and I disagree with that uh, because I, in my personal viewpoint, you've got those like four or five, whatever it was I said, main category, main genres, and they can never be subgenres. Well, uh, but like, like, what are you saying, James? Well, the reason the reason I ask is because earlier you said that Alien and Aliens were horror movies. Yes, and I I agree that I would, Alien yeah, is a I, horror I, movie, but Aliens is not really a horror movie. I, I'm a Jay I, on that. I would disagree. I think it's still a horror movie. I think their main genre is science fiction, and Alien is a sci-fi horror movie. Aliens is a sci-fi war movie. See, I would I would call Aliens a sci-fi action movie. See, but and and, and I can agree with that. But once again, in my opinion, both of them are primary horror movies with the subgenre of sci-fi. But I could see Jay's Jay's argument where the second one is an action movie uh, with uh, a subgenre of sci-fi. I don't think sci-fi can be a primary genre. I thoroughly disagree. Because, like, okay, so how are you telling a story purely through science fiction with no other element? Star Trek, the motion picture. (laughs) Drama. All character interaction. I know you're I, 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 I get all the glory shots of the Enterprise. <laughs> there is no story in that movie at all, Scott. I saw that movie. That's a bunch of bullshit. Nothing happens in that whole goddamn movie. Five minutes in, there's a thing in space. We're going to look at it. An hour in. What happens, Scott? There's a thing in space. We're going to look at it. Two minutes before the movie ends, there's a thing yes. in space. We're going to look at yes. it. Yes. A minute before it yes. ends. Hey, they, they looked at the thing. Yes. And in between all of that, what do you have? You have character interaction. You have drama, sir. Everything drama. has drama. Oh, I'm not, not going to give that up. I'm, I hate I'm, that classification. I'm not going down that. You know what? I'm not because Willy Wonka is not a drama. There's no drama in that. There's drama in. Yes, there is. There's the drama in yeah. in in Charlie yeah. and him trying yeah. to. Okay. But it's not what's driving the plot forward. But there's drama in it. There's drama yes. inherent See, in every story. My argument is what drives the plot forward. Is it the comedic sequences, the comedy, the jokes? Yes. I think, okay, I think the thing is, John is interchanging the word drama and conflict. And, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. So, to me... Because drama doesn't necessarily need conflict. No. Okay. Um, well, yeah, uh, it kind of does. That's that's oh, what it is. I would. Eh. <laughs> Comedy okay. doesn't need laughs. No. Really? Okay. Well, Just, I've seen a few that would say that would try to argue that. <laughs> wait, 
I, I think just take your take your glasses of being a movie watcher off for a minute, okay? Impossible, sorry. But yeah, all right. But when I say when I think of the word drama, I don't necessarily think of like films all the time. And so when I say drama doesn't need conflict, you got to remember I teach middle schoolers. That yeah, and there's it's bullshit, plenty, but it's there's, conflict. There's plenty of drama that doesn't involve any conflict whatsoever. I'm mad it's at so-and-so because they didn't say hi to me as soon as I sat down at the lunch table today. That's conflict. It's dumb, but it's conflict. Oh, no, I have I have students it's that are petty. dramatic. I have students that are dramatic with no conflict at all because they just want to be dramatic. Okay, g- give me, yes, but even if the, even if the conflict is perceived, I, I agree with Obi-John on this one. You can't have drama without conflict, but I disagree that all conflict is drama. Like so, like a, a, a square is a rhombus, but not all rhombus are squares. Rhombi. That would be rhombi. That works too. Urban is I might not be good with words. <laughs> might not be good with words, but when it comes to pluralizing math terms, I know that. Hey, and that's why I went with rhombus. That's I, I put it in, 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 in terminology you can understand. Bourbon is a whiskey, but not all whiskey, all is, whiskey bourbon. is bourbon. Yeah. Yeah, I, I and I get what you're you, saying. You can't not have all... drama without conflict. <laughs> you can't spend a day in middle school and you can you no you can't even if the drama is 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 does not make sense to you it makes sense to them and this goes back, this goes back to my whole thing of of me you know observing human behavior over the past 40 some damn years is that human beings do nothing for no reason whether that reason makes sense to you or not is irrelevant to the fact that the reason exists. So just because you don't personally understand or agree with the conflict of middle schoolers does not mean it doesn't exist. And that's where the drama stems from. Well, let me give you a quick for example. I had a student get 100% on the last test that we took. And the entire time before that, when we were reviewing, they kept telling me that I was going too fast and I needed to slow down and that they didn't understand anything. Okay. So they were, they were just they were just being dramatic. But there's conflict there. What's the conflict? I was writing problems on the board and they'd go, oh, my God. Yeah. So where's, where's, where's the conflict in that? <laughs> They were conflicting that you were writing too fast. You were conflicting <laughs> because you thought you weren't right. You, you didn't see a problem with that. That's conflict. I, I don't see any conflict. Of course you don't see any conflict because you think you're right in that scenario. No, I know I'm right in that scenario. <laughs> Thank you for illustrating the point. Exactly. Moving on. Also, can we please have a defined... recurring segment that's middle school theater with the doc? <laughs> yeah, you just defined conflict and drama. <laughs> I'm right. You're wrong. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much clearer you can make it. I don't either, because <laughs> it's, oh, God, it's middle schoolers. Seriously, uh, write down every dumb story you can think of, Jay. I want a recurring bit. That's middle school theater <laughs> with the doc. <laughs> can we go outside? No, it's raining. Can we go on our phones? No, you're not supposed to have them. What are we going to do? We're going to watch this movie. This movie is dumb. We're This is a great movie. This actor 
this actor was nominated for an Academy Award for his portrayal. Once again, Sorry. you're just defining conflict here. Like, different points of view. Oh, no, I, I've moved past that. I was just saying John okay. wanted to no, so I, was I, I appreciate pretty, that. But you're still, it's still illustrating the same point. Anyway. All right. Another, here's some more food for thought questions. Because uh, this is stuff I thought of while I was a working board. Can an actor be a genre unto themselves? Yes, it's a Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> I th- I figured Jay would agree with that. I'm waiting to hear what Scott thinks about that. Because to Dale Peacock, yes, an actor was an entire genre. You want to watch a movie? Dad? Sure. What kind of movie you want to watch? Get an Arnold movie. An Arnold movie. Arnold was a genre. I could, yeah, I could see that though. <laughs> Either Scott I, loves or hates this. My initial reaction is to say no, but then I think Tom Cruise exists. Yeah, <laughs> that's a Tom Cruise movie for sure. And now, I can't, I can't argue against it. Here's what's really going <laughs> to bake your noodle, Scott. You ready? Yeah. Can you have a movie in an actor-led genre without that actor in it? You can try. So, like, can you have a Nicolas Cage movie without Nicolas Cage? That I would say no. Like, and I'll use Arnold as as an example. Like, there were plenty of action stars, failed action stars in the 80s and kind of 90s who were just trying to ape the Arnold method of being a movie star, of being an action star, and it didn't quite work. Like, you could look at some of the early films in, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme's career, and he was just, like... They were just trying to make him ape what was working for Arnold. Like, do the muscle man thing that didn't really work. Jean-Claude's better movies came out when he got to just kind of be Jean-Claude and not he, try to be Arnold. Yeah, when he started making Jean-Claude movies. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So at what point, this, and this is just a question. I don't think I have an answer for this because your question spawned this question. Those are the best kinds at, of questions, Jay. At what point in time does an actor become their own genre? Like, are they so over the top that they become a genre? Or are they around so long they become a genre? I think it's it may not necessarily be time. It's either time or body of work or both. Well, because some people make a lot of movies in a short amount of time. Like, I would say Bruce Lee movies are their own thing, but Bruce Lee wasn't around that long. But Bruce Lee made a bunch of movies. He did. In China. He did. Jackie Chan movies. He's been around for forever. Those are definitely, and I would even say Jackie Chan is his own like subgenre of action movie. I want to watch an action movie. What kind of action movie? A Jackie Chan movie, like, because he delivers a very unique kind of action. And there are definitely people who tried to mimic that later on. Yeah. Uh, what's the guy's name? Tony Jaa was, was just trying to be the next Jackie Chan. Wait, who? Case in point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, or like, like, uh, like what Scott said, Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. I feel like Tom Cruise has sort of fallen into the same body of work. Well, but at the same time, see, this is this is this, and I think this is a whole separate discussion, okay? Because earlier in this discussion, you brought up 
you know, what am I watching the movie for? You put it back on the audience, right? Mm-hmm. And personally, when it comes to an Arnold movie, a a John Wick movie, a uh, um, Tom Cruise movie, it's because the audience clamors for that. So it, it, it's audience defined. Like, like Tom Cruise, not every Tom Cruise, not every movie Tom Cruise has been in has been a quote unquote Tom Cruise movie. I like Tom Cruise and some of the other stuff that he's done, but he definitely has that Mission Impossible kind of niche that he falls into. And that's solely because the movies make money and it's because of the audience, because everybody goes to see him. Same with Fast and the Furious, same with John Wick, same with, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and at least back in his prime when he was you know, doing the 80s, 90s stuff. But yeah. Well, no, that's, that's interesting, Scott, because, okay, where does genre and franchise come in? Because I would John Wick and fan, uh, Fast and Furious, great examples, but those are also franchises. And they like are. we talked about Tom Cruise, but then yeah. we went back to Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible is a franchise. Yes. Can you separate? No. Okay. Yeah, no, no. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's okay. great. Yeah. Mission Impossible is a franchise. But, but keep in mind that I think Tom Cruise has overshadowed Mission Impossible. So if you asked, if you went out on the street and you surveyed 500 people, right? Just say in, in, in whatever city, okay? Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, you know. And you said, you know, what do you think of when I, if I say Mission Impossible? I would wager that 80% or better, 8 out of 10 or better are going to say Tom Cruise. Because okay. Tom Cruise has usurped. The franchise of Mission Impossible. Yeah. However, you know, so Tom Cruise now is a franchise. There but is Tom no Cruise, Mission Impossible. You, you can make Tom Cruise movies without Mission Impossible. You can't make Mission Impossible without Tom Cruise anymore. That's he made true. the mummy. Yeah. There no. you go. That's... And, it, and it's a Mission Impossible movie. It's a yeah. Tom Cruise movie. I agree. Okay. But but what I'm saying is like 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 Fast and the Furious is a franchise. John Wick is a franchise. Tom Cruise is now a franchise. Ah, uh, okay. so going back to Scott's analogy earlier of which one? Not all squares. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's a square, it's a rhombus. Okay, so but a lot. What if it's a rhombus? It's not necessarily a square. Gotcha. So what's unique about squares is that they're both a rectangle and a rhombus. So a rectangle is not a rhombus, and a rhombus is not a rectangle. But a square is a rhombus and a rectangle. Well, wait, hold on. Time. I'm going to need you to explain this to me because you just you just blew my mind. Okay, so it starts with quadrilaterals. Quadrilateral has four sides. Yes. A trapezoid is a quadrilateral that has one pair of parallel sides. Okay. A parallelogram is a quadrilateral that has two pairs of parallel sides. Okay. okay. So, so far. So basically all quadrilaterals can be subcategorized. This fits perfectly in the genres. Can be subcategorized into parallelogram or trapezoid. Okay. Okay. If it's, if it's trapezoid, you stop. All right. And I mean, yes, there's the big category of quadrilateral, but that's fine. Parallelogram has two pairs of parallel sides. A rectangle 
is a specific type of parallelogram where it has two pairs of parallel sides and four right angles. Okay. A rhombus is a parallelogram that has four congruent sides. Okay. So a square is a rectangle because it has four right angles. A square is a rhombus because it has four congruent sides. So a square is a rectangle and a rhombus. A rhombus cannot be a rectangle because a rhombus doesn't have four right angles. And a rectangle can't be a rhombus because a rectangle doesn't have four congruent sides. So a square is a rectangle and a rhombus. Holy shit. You just <laughs> like exploded my entire view of the world. <laughs> So, Tom Cruise is an actor. Damn. Mission Mission Impossible is a franchise. Hey, hang on. No, but, no, 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 no. Screw the genre shit. Let's go back to math. Because you just... <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you just exploded my entire per, you know, the perception of reality. Now, Jason, tell everyone how, you're, how you are your own grandpa. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need you to write that out. We're going to have to have a better, a deeper discussion. <laughs> Did Jason just mathematically prove how to sort stuff in a genre? Because I tuned out a while ago. I'm not going to lie. Holy shit. That's going to be the title of this episode, by the way. I, I have never looked at that with that level of depth, sir. Why <laughs> yeah, have we, we never had that discussion before? We learned that in geometry. That's a. Um... You may have learned that in geometry. I didn't <laughs> fucking learn that in geometry. <laughs> yeah it's uh just wait wait until i talk to you about um number sets i don't i don't even know how to i, I don't so i, I have to go sit down it's sit. okay just just it's okay I, I don't even know how to recover from this now deep breath it's, it's all gonna be okay you're a human being on the planet earth it's all gonna be okay oh so anyway he, he just proved i'm a complete dumbass and 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 have no intelligence whatsoever. I'm just I I feel so humbled right now. It's not funny. Write down the time code on that quote real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what I, what I'm trying to say is, like, if you think of Tom Cruise as one thing and the Mission Impossible franchise as another thing, the current Mission Impossible franchise cannot exist without Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible. Because he's not wrong. So, like, you could make a Tom Cruise movie. Mm -hmm. That's not Mission Impossible. That's not Mission but, Impossible. But you can't make a Mission Impossible movie without Tom Cruise. Correct. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay then. I don't. I don't know where to go from here. I, I know. <laughs> I know you don't. Yeah, and I've got some other, you know, what if questions, but they're, uh, I don't think we're going to top that reaction. So, <laughs> uh, so that has been our weird, uh, wacky adventure through the what is a genre. Um, how do you classify movies? Are you a nerd like me with your giant physical media collection? How do you put stuff in the categories? Um, do you put Dark Knight in with the Batman movies because it's a fucking Batman movie, even though it doesn't have Batman in the title? And it skews your alphabetical order. I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Um, so there we go. That's been the. Do you agree with what we said? 
Uh, do you disagree? Do you have some points we didn't think of? Do you have some other movies you want to see us fight over? What category do they fit in? Uh, the one thing we didn't quite get to is how many categories can you stuff into one movie? Uh, I was going to throw out Ghostbusters as uh, how many categories can we stuff into one movie? Uh, but we can do that later. Um, thank you for joining me, guys. Thank you for keeping this mostly civil. Um, <laughs> I think we can all agree we overlooked garbage as a genre. We need to yep. not forget that. Because uh, it'll help with, with stuff later on. Uh, but thanks for participating and, and bringing your games. Um, Scott, just go uh, sit in a quiet place and, and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I don't know how uh, I'm going to get through this. <laughs> I feel like that SNL skit with Jimmy Carter, uh, Dan Aykroyd talking a, a, an acid tripper down from a bad trip. I feel like that's what we have to do to Scott right now. <laughs> it's okay, Scott. <laughs> You're a human being on this planet, and you exist. It's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. Uh, all right. <laughs> so that's all we got for today. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, shoot, shoot your comments at us. Uh, maybe we'll revisit this later when Scott recovers. We'll see what <laughs> other mathematical uh, epiphanies Jason can make. Uh, and until next time, this has been your weekly Nerd Alert.